Well, how's your week been? Distance learning, um, good? We've had a big drop off in, in kids actually doing anything this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they're done with it. So in response, I'm like, I too, I'm done with this. And I'm reducing the amount of work I'm setting because I'm not wasting my time. Um, yeah, same. But I managed to watch two whole seasons of Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> and I finished writing my detective novel that I've been wanting to write for ages. So that's wow, that's awesome. Been pretty productive. Thank you. Um, when I get when I get into something, like I've, I've wanted to write this novel for a little a little while. I've been wanting to write a detective novel, but this one just popped into my head like about six months ago. Now I actually have time. I just bash that baby out in about like <laughs> eight weeks. No big deal. It's probably a crock of crap, but. I'll deal with that in the edit. I couldn't so. imagine writing a detective novel just because I am, my brain doesn't work that way. I couldn't figure out how to make something that that balance of having it not be super obvious, but also able to be figure it out, figure out what the mystery is. I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, it was difficult. I, I kind of made it easier because some of my uh, some of my protagonists and antagonists have kind of pseudo superpowers, so. You can throw some curveballs in there, yeah. While like placing some cool little hints about stuff, but yeah, I finished it and I'm I'm pretty happy with it. It's not exactly how I wanted it to be. I'm probably gonna have to move a lot of stuff around, but I'm I'm okay with it. How was your week? It was good. I also had kind of a breakthrough with a book I've been working on for like ten years. That's good. So, but now I'm worried it's just gonna be like X Men. so i need to figure out how to make that different but i like wrote notes and an outline for the first time in a very long time so that was nice you do writing more professionally than i do writing i have an idea i just start writing i can bother with an outline (laughs) outlines are jumps yeah Um, i i had a very specific image that i wanted to end with and i don't think that's gonna happen but whatever I normally know what I want to happen right at the beginning and right at the end. And then the middle is always like, you can do what you like. And that's where I get in the weeds. <laughs> yeah. I'm just making shit up on the top of my head. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's gone okay. And my beta reader is reading it. And, and they said that it's got good pacing so far. So that's good. so far, so good. Um, well, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. Uh, I'm Esme. And I have an update for you. Yay! Okay, so last week we had a guy who wanted his girlfriend to pay him $250 for ruining his AirPods. Gross. Um, The account for that guy was suspended, presumably because he was just being a dick in the comments. But someone posted all of his posts, his previous posts before this post, and it contained this lovely gem. Can I buy lion, tiger, or cheetah semen to breed with my domestic cat? What? (laughs) So you're trying to buy exotic cat semen, but you can't buy a new pair of AirPods. Cool. Just, when did he post this? Was it like 
post-Tiger King or pre-Tiger King? It, it's hard to tell because the screenshot always says like three months ago or whatever, but I'm pretty sure it probably was post-Tiger King. Dude, Gotta that's be, just, right? <laughs> what a horrible idea. Cats are small. Tigers are big. If you try and crossbreed a small cat with a big tiger, that's not going to go well, I don't think. Unless, like, my understanding of genetics is skewed, which it probably is because, like, I only remember basic science principles. He probably saw one of those genetically engineered, like, gorgeous leopard cats and is like, I want one of those, but I can just <sighs> buy the seeds for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to, I want to a tree but i don't want to buy the tree because those are expensive so i'll just buy the seeds <laughs> i want a grapefruit tree but i don't want to buy a grapefruit tree so i wonder if i can just put melon and lemon seeds together and make grapefruit <laughs> yeah so that's that's no other update but i'm hoping that that girl dumped him so the guy is just deranged like yeah. <laughs> Okay, great. I'm glad that our assessment of his mental fortitude was accurate. Yeah, sometimes I, I, I think about these things when I'm editing and I go back and I'm like, I wonder if there's an update to this. And then I just find these things. So that was fun. It's budget Joe Exotic trying to bring and make tiny tigers in his house. I'm a weirdo. Oh, well, God. that's kind of related to this post. Not really. Oh. But segue. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice segue. I'm into it. This is from our relationship, which a little bit of Reddit history. There's two relationships, main relationship subreddits. There's relationships and relationship underscore advice. Now, in the past, relationship advice was the sane one. And you would go to relationships if you wanted someone to just say, well, just break up with them. Or you wanted like the real shit shows. But somewhere along the way, they switched and now relationships is pretty, you can get some pretty reasonable posts. And then relationship advice is like, break up with them. Divorce Yeah, I was going to say, I normally find the weirder stuff on relationship advice. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like the stuff where I'm kind of sure it's a joke. But on relationships, I normally find sometimes pretty scary stuff, sometimes pretty like intense stuff. But it all seems a bit more real than relationship advice yeah a little more down to earth which yeah. is what this one is um so op is 26 and her husband is 27 and they have a one-year-old baby my husband turned our living room into a farm tldr my husband planted crops in our living room what that's not what, <laughs> that's not what i expected when he said turned my living room to a farm i thought he'd like bought a micro pig and it had grown huge and now there's pigs living in their house <laughs> that's... that's more of an agricultural farm okay I live with my husband in an apartment where we have no utilizable outdoor space and limited indoor space. We cannot make adjustments due to our apartment and will realistically be here another five years. My husband, together for six years married for one, has tried to make the most out of our space by adding house plants. I supported him as he added plants because it made him happy. Three months later, we have half-barrel planter with beans and other tall crops growing in our living room, plus about 15 plants in the entryway and on multiple windowsills, complete with five distracting grow lights, which stay on most of the day. I am very unhappy with this arrangement and have expressed to my husband that while this is fine under quarantine, I don't see this as a sustainable long-term arrangement and i feel that the eyesore of crops and grow lights in our house puts me off and makes me embarrassed of how our home looks we've also been fighting indoor gnats and fungi because of the plants mm. my husband seems dismayed anytime i express dissatisfaction at his pet project he says he wants our son an infant to grow up gardening with his dad and seeing firsthand how plants grow I want to support my husband and his passion projects, but I'm at my wit's end and feeling frustrated every day I have to share my living space with purple lights, bugs, and a wall of bean poles. 
Oh, pole beans. Do I need to let it go, or is it safe to say that growing food in a planter in the living room is too far for most? Hmm. I mean, there's some noble sentiments going on here. Yeah, I picked this one because it's, it's a tough situation. Like, there's no bad guy. No, he's not being mean, or like, he may be being selfish with the space, but he's not doing anything maliciously. Like, that sentiment of, I want my kid to be able to see how my plants come from. That's like a cool idea. Not enough kids get to, like, have garden projects and things like that. But in a small apartment, that's the issue. Yeah, not great. And, like, the grow lights can really mess with your circadian rhythm and all that. Yeah, I don't think they're good for your skin either, are they? Ooh, yeah, I don't know. It's like the UV. It's not great for you. It's like small quantities, but it's more than you would want in your house. Especially if she has, what, five of them? Yeah, Yeah, that's... mm. And the, the the bug and the fungus problem is... Yeah. That's, that's where I would draw the line, I think. If you were growing, like, I don't know, zucchinis in your house. If you had a couple of little planters with zucchinis, I don't think I'd have an issue with that. Like, little low-growing plants, like strawberries, for example. It's really fun to grow strawberries in your house. They don't take up a lot of space. They continuously produce. They're pretty cool. Um, Beans? Beans? Yeah. Beans. We're back to the beans. So, <laughs> Beans ruining another marriage. Beans. They are bean plants can be unsightly until they flower. Actually, I really love flowering bean plants. Yeah, they're really pretty. Really nice little pink and um and yellow flowers. Tweet. Um, but until that point, they are unsightly, and the poles are also like a hazard. They can poke you in the eye and stuff. So I don't know. I, the sentiment's good. The execution is poor. Yeah, that sounds very. Much like a man. (laughs) (laughs) Not to offend, but, you know, like a lot of good ideas. We just need to work on the execution. I would say talk to him and and develop some reasonable boundaries. Like this half-barrel planter. That's not great. Yeah, that's not wonderful. And apparently they don't have a balcony at all. It says no utilizable outdoor space, so I don't know what that means. I'm wondering if... Because growing up, I never had a back garden. We had like a cement um, patio with a, with a couple of flower beds. And the flower beds were for mum's flowers. So my dad, what he did is he um, rented a plot of land, uh, an allotment, and he grew vegetables up there. Oh, that's really cool. Maybe that is a reasonable uh, solution to this problem. Rent a plot of land or go to a community garden and start planting in there. We have a community garden near us. And yeah, that'd be a good solution. Or like, just say, okay, no bean pole, no half barrel planter. And then maybe just here is an area where you can put it. And also there cannot be gnats or fungi. Yeah. Like, where are the those coming from? Because I guess the fungi would be because there's not adequate sunlight and it's too moist. Yeah, not adequate drainage and the sunlight is not good. Um, maybe the compromise would be you can grow herbs and low and low plants, low growing plants in the house in small pots or whatever. But if you want to grow anything bigger, you're going to have to find a, a plot of land that you can rent. Yeah, because I feel like you could grow lots of things. Like the strawberry idea is good. I am currently growing. Um, well, I, I do have like a little bit of an outdoor space, like kind of a little tiny balcony outside our apartment. And I'm growing radishes, tomatoes, lettuce. The lettuce is doing really well in low light. So radishes are great to grow inside. So is lettuce. Carrots. Carrots need a deep bed, so That's maybe true. not carrots, but um, 
Yeah, those little kind of salad greens, radishes, um, spring onions, chives, they're all fine to grow in the house. And, and that would be that would be a nice little project. They also have those little baby citrus plants that I really want one. Oh, yeah. The like pygmy citrus plants. I want one, but I probably shouldn't right now. <laughs> Give tiny lemons, cute lemons. My parents have a lemon tree in their backyard that's now taller than their house. And they have just, every time I go there, they're like, you want some lemons? We'll pick three bags for you. Like, it, it's completely out of control and they it produces year-round. So I definitely don't want a full-size one. My husband's mom has a huge garden and she plants all sorts of things in there. Sometimes when he comes back from her house, he comes back with like two boxes of avocados. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> that's like, a good one to grow. Yay, avocados! And you can freeze avocados as well. So it's like, I want some avocado toast and I don't want to have to not buy a house for it. So I'll just get some <laughs> out of the freezer, I guess. Um, so that's really nice. Do you just freeze a whole avocado? Well, you chop, if you chop it in half and you take the seed out the middle and take the skin off, you can cube it and freeze it in cubes. Okay. And put it in Ziploc. Like vacuum sealed. Yeah. And then you just pull it out when you want it. You can use it for smoothies or you can like mash it up. As long as you don't want to like, as long as you don't leave it out to prop to fully defrost, then all the moisture doesn't leak out. If you mash it when it's like still half frozen and then you put it on toast or whatever, it's good. Squeeze some of the aforementioned lemons on there. Yeah. <laughs> make guacamole. Anyway. Yeah, I think she needs to set boundaries for him. Maybe after this season of plants, be like, okay, let's let's move some things around because this is not functional, especially when the baby starts to walk. Right, and that would be a good a good gift for him, like a Father's Day gift or a birthday gift, like a a, a yearly rent, a year's rent for an allotment plot. That'd be a really good present. Yeah, it can't be that expensive. It's not that bad. Plus, like, you could probably find a community garden that's, like, free. You just kind of put in for your time. That one's nice because it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Like, he's not being a nasty boy. He's just being a thoughtless boy. And that's okay. We can fix thoughtless. Compromise, yes. We can't fix dickhole. Speaking of dickholes. Hey, segue. (laughs) Uh... This is an Am I the Asshole post. No ages are posted. Am I the asshole for gate crashing my ex's wedding and causing the marriage to get annulled? That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm strapped in. I'm ready for this. All right. I recently posted this on R Today I Fucked Up, and they made me wonder if I'm the asshole. My ex's wedding was in February. And like you could guess, I wasn't personally invited, nor was I told anything about it from him, even though we spoke daily. Well, I found out about it from his grandmother, we're close, and she suggested I gate crash and that she would cover for me. I think she doesn't like the bride. I was interested in going because I wanted to find some closure since we had broken up rather quickly a few months before, and I still wasn't over him, so I said yes. Wait a second. I'm already seeing, like, problems. Why is she close with his grandmother? They broke up just a few months before. Why is she still talking to him every day? Yeah. You break up with somebody, you break up with somebody. Like, okay, this is just my 100% relationship advice. If you listen to anything I tell you, listen to this. If you break up with somebody, you've broken up with somebody. They're not your friend. You don't want to be around them anymore. Leave them alone. 
And that doubly goes if they break up with you. Oh, yeah, 100%. Doubly. If they break up with you, then you have absolutely no business trying to worm your way back into their life. Once you are broken up, that is it. You are broken up. Leave them alone. Delete their number. Get off their Facebook. Stupid. Yeah, no, just break it off. It's not going to work out well for anybody. It's not going to be clean if you're hanging on for months, talking to them every day. That's maintaining the emotional connection. And you don't want to do that. You've got to grieve the relationship and move on. The day came and his grandmother snuck me in and we watched the ceremony. It was beautiful. I shed a few tears, but it really solidified things. I was ready to leave afterwards, but his grandmother pushed me to go to the reception as well and sit next to her at the family table. What? Pretty awkward, but I went. I was still mingling with the family, standing up, when the bride and groom came over. They came and greeted, and she congratulated me on the pregnancy. I thanked her and said something about how I couldn't wait to co-parent with the two of them. Turns out she didn't know that I was pregnant, five months at the time, with his child the whole time. <gasps> she lost her shit and ran out. He tried to run after her, but then her dad came and started a scene. Luckily for me, my ex's brother came and helped me get out of there as soon as possible. My ex still asks for updates, but I recently heard from his grandmother that they broke up and got an annulment. The bride weirdly still follows me and comments slash likes my pictures. So I think she's fine with me, but still, am I the asshole? Better that went 180. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, I have to add like a little asterisk to my previous statement. Unless you have a child with that person. <laughs> yeah. That would have been nice to know in the first three sentences. Right? Like, she, she doesn't bring it up until it's relevant. So edit, we <laughs> dated for three years before he got into this relationship with her and then rekindled things during their break, which they both had partners. So. Oh my god, what Ooh. an absolute shit show. The grandmother, though. I love her. I love her. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know whether to be impressed by her or like, Granny, stop. Granny, stop. Like, if she doesn't like the bride, she sure did her a huge favor. <laughs> that was some absolute shade that she like, threw on her own grandson's wedding. Just... I just imagine her as like the, the matriarch from Downton Abbey or something. Being like, oh god, Maggie Smith. <laughs> yes, my, my grandson can't marry this woman and then just facilitates this breakup like a grand puppet master. <laughs> She's sitting at home drinking a nice cup of tea thinking, oh, I did good. I did real good. Jesus. Okay, so uh, there's a reason she wasn't invited to the wedding. Yeah. And it was that specific reason that she was pregnant and he hadn't told his wife that she's pregnant. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like there was, there's absolutely no animosity between the ex-girlfriend and, and the bride, right? They know about each other, clearly. It seems like, and, and it seems like OP knows that the bride had a partner when they were quote on a break but that could be the ex just being like it's fine she slept with someone too i can sleep with mm -hmm. someone so we don't know but i assume that that the bride does not blame her meaning op but blames the man which is probably the best but yeah the bride seems surprisingly chill about this whole situation <laughs> i i just it sucks that she had to go through the whole wedding oh, like that's a story right there and just she did the right thing by completely annulling it be like this is not what i, I signed her, up for i want to hear her side of the story absolutely i want to know what happened to her and how this all went down when she got home because damn yeah oof jeez oh, i can't even think about drama at weddings there was uh, there has definitely been some weddings in my family where there was drama 
but I was not alive to see it. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna recount any of those dramatic episodes. Um, but I can't imagine being at a wedding where something like that happens. Yeah, that's like you tell that to everybody you know because that is the most fascinating <laughs> and interesting thing. And then the bride found out that he had gotten another woman pregnant who wasn't even invited. <laughs> And his grandma snuck her in, <laughs> presumably to break them up. I don't know why else. I love how she was like, just come to the ceremony and then just come to the reception. You can sit next to me. It'll be fine. Dude, I love her. I She's evil and I love her. <laughs> both of the women in this situation, both the ex and the bride, neither of them are like throwing hissy fits or they're pretty when when she says congrats on the pregnancy and then the ex is like oh i'm looking forward to co-parenting with you both that's a really nice thing to say to somebody yeah yeah she's very matter of fact like not oh yeah it's my it's mine and his baby and you're not gonna be like no i'm looking forward to co-parenting with you both it's gonna be a fun time that is very kind. That's yeah, it's <laughs> super nice. This, yeah, this. I want the bride and OP to just co-parent the baby, kick the man out. Oh man, that would be great. Happy Mother's Day, folks. <laughs> Let's have two moms. Yeah, we are recording on Mother's Day, and we are. I guess that's appropriate because this is not the only parent being a shitty post that I have <laughs> today. American Mother's Day, though. Yes, yes. Like not English Mother's Day. We already had that. Um. It confuses my husband. He gets very upset when I'm like, oh, it's Mother's Day. He's like, wait, what? I'm like, no, you've got like two months left. <laughs> I need to call my mom. You're good. So I think UK Mother's Day exists to remind Americans that American Mother's Day is coming up soon. <laughs> so you got a couple of months yet, but it's coming. <laughs> Don't forget. Yeah, so seems like it's already it's already resolved, but do you think OP is the asshole for attending this wedding? No. That was beyond her control. She didn't go to cause trouble. If she'd gone to be like, ah, I'm gonna break them up, then yeah, she'd be the asshole. But she went, she wanted a little bit of closure, she had a nice time, and she was prepared to leave. So that's not on her. Grandma's savage. Yeah. But <laughs> That's not on OP. Um, I don't think she's the asshole. Yeah, and I think she also kind of was like, well, I'm having a baby into this family, so I also want to, like, talk to those people and yeah. be cool with them. And, yeah, so obviously the ex is the asshole, and maybe grandma a little. Yeah, she didn't She didn't go with the intention of, oh, sorry, I told you I have a bit of frog in my throat, please. She didn't go with the intention of causing drama. She slid in, sat at the back, and was prepared to just slide straight out. So no, I don't think I don't think she did anything wrong. Maybe a little naive. Yeah, maybe naive, maybe, you know, a little hopeful, but she didn't go to cause any drama, so I think she's alright. Yeah. That's the conclusion I came to as well, but that's just a wild story, man. What did the people on not the asshole think? On on uh, you're the asshole think? Um they are they keep referring to her as Ross Geller from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> they were on a break and they are, they're kind of saying grandma's the asshole. Mostly everybody sucks here. Like she wasn't invited to the wedding, so she shouldn't have gone. Grandma was facilitating this to break them up and OP, or uh, the ex, cheated on his fiance. So everyone sucks mm. here except for the bride is is the general consensus. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so I'm just, makes me feel better about <laughs> every single wedding I've been to, oh, including yeah. my own. Oh, I had such a lovely time at your wedding. Well, thank you. Likewise. I did. I 
I enjoyed being like literally the only person dancing on the dance floor <laughs> for like two hours. That was a good time. Yeah, it was it was windy. But that's that's it my hometown. It was windy, wasn't it? Gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, this next one's a little old, but I enjoy it. Okay. Um because I was a lot of a lot of parent issues this week, which I guess is on theme, but this one is uh older from the before times, and it is Am I the asshole for utilizing the staff fridge and apparently stinking it out with a pungent odor? It depends what the smell is. Yeah, it really depends. If it's fish, like stinky fish. I love stinky fish, but in a staff fridge, nah. You can't you can't be doing that. That's a communal space, my dude. Yeah, there's a there's a lot going on in this one. Okay. The last few days at my workplace have been almost unbearable. I have been working here for around two months, and while the first few weeks were a dream, things have turned sour. My previous job had a toxic environment, and I fear history is repeating itself. My father, not mother, and friends think I am the asshole, so I would like strangers' opinions slash reassurance slash guidance, too. This morning, I was pulled aside by a senior colleague who said that a number of complaints have been raised about my refrigerator habits. Now we employees have a large double-door refrigerator that I was delighted to see on my first day, knowing that I could have the option of bringing in healthy and wholesome lunches and snacks. For example, cheeses slash breeze, oysters, bacon-wrapped figs, garlic mushrooms, and deviled eggs, etc. Rather than spending money on the extortionate surrounding restaurants and cafes, I have been taking advantage of this and bring in several containers of goodies and hearty dishes to enjoy throughout the day. I am a known-slash-respected foodie, and colleagues have lightheartedly <sighs> joked about my exotic and diverse tastes. However, today I was told that apparently my steel containers take up too many shelves, and colleagues have complained about the lack of room, yet have failed to approach me about it in person. In parentheses, red flags. <laughs> Quote, apparently, I failed to seal one of the containers properly, and now there is a pungent odor of fish in the fridge, which has apparently oh. put my colleagues off from using it. I fail to understand this. I used to bring in a half a week's supply of meals and snacks. What? But I realized this inhibited my ability to eat out at lunch if I fancied, so I stopped. Therefore, there is plenty of space. Bottom shelves slash veggie drawers are usually free, as I tend to keep food in the middle and top. We are a small team, and there is apt room for others to make use of the fridge. My senior colleague even suggested purchasing my own camping cooler box eye roll if I needed extra room especially on days when I bring in more containers, which, as an educated professional in a swanky modern office, I am definitely not comfortable with and should not have to spend my money on. So, am I the asshole for utilizing the fridge? Or are my colleagues the asshole for judging slash monitoring my eating habits and not just using the other shelf in the fridge? Shelf singular, by the way. As mentioned, many of my colleagues have been off with me as of late, and I believe they are just complaining for the sake of it. And I have an upcoming meeting with HR at the end of the week about another matter already. Oh my god. This guy is the perpetual victim. Oh yeah. This is the, if everywhere you go smells like shit, probably better check your own shoes first. Right. Like, who takes the fucking deviled eggs to work and leaves them in the fridge for more than one day? That's gross. Yeah, half a week. And how he's like, yeah, I just bring extra because I'm a foodie. And if they want room for their one lunch container, that's fine. There's one shelf. Love, you're not a foodie if you eat deviled eggs. I'm sorry. Deviled eggs are named appropriately because they are probably one of the most disgusting foods on the planet. 
why would you take the inside of an egg out, mash it up with more stinky shit, and put it back inside the goddamn egg? <laughs> it's just, what is the point of that? I, oh, I can't stand it. I love eggs. them so They're much. So I hate them. I hate them. But can we get the list of food again? Because I, I, my eyebrows disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> like, as you were reading that list, I was like, okay, that's gross. There was like brie? Yeah, cheeses slash brie's. Oysters. What? Oysters? Who brings oysters to work? Who just has oysters? Right. I don't think I've ever bought oysters. Bacon-wrapped figs, which... What is that? Bacon-wrapped figs? Who eats those? That's like an appetizer snack thing, and he's probably trying to be high and fancy. Is it? Do people eat that? I love bacon, and I love figs. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's kind of like bacon-wrapped dates, I guess. I've also never had a bacon-wrapped date, which, as an Arab, is probably the correct (laughs) response. Uh, garlic mushrooms Jesus. and deviled eggs. Yeah. Oh, garlic mushrooms stink to high heaven. I love them, but they are very smelly. So the stuff he's bringing in, if it was like, I'm bringing in food that I cook from home and it's stuff like chili, highly spiced curries, I would be less like, mm, yeah, that's that's not so terrible. But when you're bringing in the literal stinkiest food on the goddamn planet besides the durian fruit, <laughs> then I'm sorry. You're the asshole. Nobody needs to smell your nasty deviled eggs for three days and breathe. Like, I'm just, what if, I'm, I'm baffled. I wonder what his fridge at home smells like. Oh, God. Yeah, and also it says that uh, he, like, it smelled like fish. That was a container that opened a little bit. So he's obviously also doing that. But he's got full stinking anchovies in there. He's popping them down. Nom, 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 nom. So there's a couple edits and also a little bit on his post history here. Okay, let's go. So edit one, just to clarify, the fridge is a double door and has four large shelves on one side and four smaller shelves on the other. On the days I know I will be hungry, if I am ill or if I exercised in the morning, I take up about three and a half of the larger shelves. What? Why? This leaves the four smaller shelves, which are usually packed with office snacks or other employees' containers. As mentioned, the bottom veggie slash fruit drawers are always free. Before my days off, I will also normally clear my containers. Edit 2. Colleagues have not been bothered by this until today. This was when I was made aware of it at all. There are some other issues at my workplace, and I feel that this is just another excuse to attack and alienate me. If I knew this was an issue, I would have suggested maybe another fridge should be available for staff, or offered other suggestions. Just feel like I am being attacked for my eating habits, but will accept that I do take up a large amount of the fridge due to my needs. Needs. No, you don't. You don't have needs. You're a greedy bitch. Just nobody. Nobody needs to eat that much food in three days. In three days at work, I probably eat three apples, a couple of sticks of string cheese, and you know maybe three containers of chili. That's it. Who? What job is he doing where he needs to stuff his face with fucking brie as a snack? I have a, a mini fridge in my classroom, and the only thing in that at any given time is like sodas. And my one lunch for the day, and maybe a snack if I have like carrot sticks or something. You can bring your lunch every day for the one day, but it sounds like he's just snacking throughout the day. Bring dry snacks. Yeah. You can have stinky dry snacks in your office drawer. I used to eat beef jerky at my office, and it was delicious because it was like dry and beef jerky will last through the apocalypse (laughs) i just had a stash in my drawer and then no one had to put up with me eating stinky beef jerky yeah same and and almonds and chips although it doesn't sound like he eats chips (laughs) they're beneath him he probably thinks he's too yeah they're beneath him i don't eat 
fried potatoes. I only eat freaking garlic mushrooms as a snack. Garlic mushrooms as a snack. Come on. None of this is snack food. It's just weird. Yeah. So his other posts are, am I the asshole for not wanting to pay for my birthday lunch? Am I the asshole for referring to my new colleague by an easier name? Yes. In which they have a name that's too ethnic, so he Americanizes oh. it without permission. Oh my god, can I punch this guy? And the golden award goes to, please help me find wifey, single and looking for the one. Must be able to put up with brie breath. <laughs> and garlic breath and fish breath <sighs> and all at once. The name thing on a very personal level <laughs> grinds my absolute gears. I had somebody once tell me that I was um, pronouncing my own name wrong. Yeah. My own, my own name that I've had for nearly 30 years. No, that's not... How do you spell it? No, that's not how you pronounce it. A white person. I'm shocked that they were white. <laughs> this is my shocked voice. And I was like, okay, I didn't ask for your opinion on my name, but whatever. This is literally the very first time I've ever met this person as well. So that 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 very much annoyed Seems me. Seems like this guy has the definite, like... Victim complex. Victim complex. I'm better than everyone else, and therefore I deserve more space in the fridge. I just... The lack of self-awareness here is, is insane. What a peculiar kind of narcissism. Like, I can understand if he's like, oh, I'm better than everybody else, and I do a, I do a harder job than everybody else, therefore I should take up more of the fridge. That's, that's being narcissistic. This weird victim complex where he's like, oh no, this wasn't a problem until today. Yes, it was. They've just got this, the right amount of complaints to bring it to you now. So they've been complaining about this for a long time. And just the solutions that he's proposing are... Buy a new fridge. So that he is not inconvenienced. He does not have to change in any way. And there's there'll be, sure, enough room for everybody, but the company has to buy a new fridge. Like, give me a break. <sighs> Stupid. Stupid. I don't even use my staff fridge. I just pack my lunchbox with loads of ice packs and then really like blast my food when I eat it. So Yeah, and how he's like, I shouldn't have to pay money for my lunch container. It's like, you pay for everything else. Yes, you should. Yes, you should. If you want to bring stinky food, you need to bring containers that adequately contain the stink. Yeah, and I, I, I see in my mind the exact like, steel containers that he has with the rubber tops just being like this needs to be the best container for my highfalutin foodie meals that confused me because i've never heard of a steel container let me just google it real quick i've, I've never heard of a steel container tupperware well they're not popular because you can't microwave it steel containers with a rubber top. All right, well, the first the first thing that comes up is a 40-foot shipping storage container. Um, <laughs> oh, I see them now. Airtight stainless steel containers. Why would you use those? Because they look fancier and more uh, sophisticated than the others? I don't know. I don't think they look fancy. I think it looks like astronaut rations. <laughs> you also can't break them. So if you have a problem with breaking the, the glass ones... It looks like you live in a secure facility... And they have to put your food in this because you're going to throw the container around your pad itself. But that, like, they don't, they look weird. I don't like them. They're kind of weird. Very strange. Yeah, so I think it's safe to say that not only is OP the asshole in this situation, he's just an asshole. He's the asshole in every situation. 
these the dating one that he asked for was on dating advice the subreddit dating advice and they're like go back to am i the asshole because <laughs> you clearly still are oh my god looking for wifey yeah Ugh. i hate like i hate like this is obviously personal preference i hate all those like cutesy mom message board things like dear husband and wifey and hubby and i'm not about it see i don't I don't mind calling my husband hubby or being called wifey, but I don't do it in public. <laughs> and he's doing it in a fetishizing way. Yeah, that's weird. Because I'm looking for wifey. No, you're looking for somebody to have a relationship with. You're not looking for a person with a label. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, so this next one, I was going to do a different one this week, but this one was full on trending. Um, So I had to do it. So you may have heard this one already, um, but it's wild. Um, okay. I don't know if it's that wild, but I just, the stubborn hypocrisy of OP is fascinating. I live for it. So OP is 24 and her husband is 23. Will I be the asshole for naming my baby an unpopular but traditional name? Now, <laughs> I will say it's not a good name. It's a bad name. It's not like Martha or George or whatever. It's not one of those. It's not even like Agatha. I, I'm trying to think of unpopular. It's a boy. Okay. I want I want some guesses before I reveal. Like I can't even think of any. I'm trying. My brain is going to like literary names, which is just not not a cool thing to do because there are some bad literary names. Talking like Jane Austen names or like uh, new media like Jaden. I'm trying to think of, well, there's there's a popularity for the name um, Ezra going around, right? Uh, I kind of like that name. But when, well, when people start going around saying I'm going to call him Ezra, I can't help but think about T.S. Eliot's editor, Ezra Pound. Oh, yeah. He was not a nice man. No. <laughs> and every time they're like, oh, I really like the name Ezra, my face goes, don't tell them <laughs> i can't say anything because they're like trying to name their baby and i don't want to be that judgmental person but i'm gonna i'm gonna have a whole other rant about this in a second okay. let's go for the name and then we'll talk about this later okay uh she doesn't reveal it for a minute so okay my husband and i just found out we're having a baby boy he's due in august and this will be our first child and the first grandchild of my side of the family. This is supposed to be a happy and exciting time, and instead it's caused a huge fight that's tearing our family apart. Over a oh, damn no. name. A name he agreed on a year ago, and he's now going back on his word. I am crushed because this is so important to my entire family. In my family, our genealogy is extremely important. The firstborn son since the 1800s has been given this name. I'm well aware it's stigmatized today, so that's why we have agreed to use a short form. The name is Gaylord. <laughs> <laughs> Which she insists is pronounced Gallard, and because I haven't known anybody who has this name, because I haven't known anybody whose parents hate them, so... <laughs> I'll just pronounce it Gallard for her benefit, I guess. Okay, so the, 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 the original form of the name Gaylord, for people who aren't aware, is from the French for Gulliard, right? Mm -hmm. But obviously when the French came to England and took over, like, Saxon England, English people couldn't say that. <laughs> so they started calling people Gaylord. You can't call your kid Gaylord. 
You can't. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. And she does. So the context she reveals later is she has no brothers. So she does not have a brother named Gallard, I guess. Um, But her dad and her grandpa and her great grandpa are all named to that. Damn. I get it. Trust me. I know most people hate it. That is why I've been able to discuss with my parents and grandparents that he will go by Gale in daily life so that he doesn't have to deal with bullies. You can't argue that it's pronounced Gallard and then give them the nickname Gale. Yeah. Also, she's spelling it G-A-I-L, which is the more feminine form, whereas G-A-L-E would be the more masculine form. But okay. Which is is a unisex name because, like, if you know Gale from Breaking Bad and... Others. Oh, the Hunger Games. So yeah. Gale. Mm-hmm. But they also have very weird names in, in those books, so. Uh, let's see. I And I also like how she's like, he's going to go by Gale so he doesn't get bullied, honey. Well, just don't give him the name. Yeah, if you know that he's going to be bullied for it, <laughs> then don't give him that name. Don't give him the name. Oh. Anyway, they really didn't like the idea, but I wore them down and they have agreed and don't seem too offended by this. They see the backlash over the name today as a fad that will eventually disappear. And I agree seeing how accepting and I agree seeing how accepting each generation tends to become. When society stops being so immature about it, he can start using the full name. <laughs> Good luck, love. So I told my husband all of this and asked him if he was on board for naming our first son Gale, but just for the birth certificate put Gallard. I remember he kind of chuckled and said sure, and that was the end of it. I thought it was settled, but now he's claiming he never agreed and thought I was kidding. Why would he think that when he's met my father and grandpa? He won't even discuss it with me now and has since told his parents of my name choice. I now have his whole family hounding me and overreacting, telling me it would be abusive even when we're just calling him Gale. My mother told me that my mother-in-law has called to scream at her over the phone. My in-laws are telling me that even Gale is not an acceptable boy's name and that I need to get with the times and choose something more appropriate. They gave me a list of approved names like I'm a child, which is incredibly offensive to me. Not to mention they were trendy names that would never stand the test of time. What, like Gaylord? (laughs) Right? That was my first thought. They have no right to name my own baby for me. I don't think my husband would have such an issue if it wasn't for his family sticking their nose where it doesn't belong, since he didn't have a problem with it a year ago. Well, they weren't pregnant a year ago, were they? They weren't pregnant a year ago. It was hypothetical a year ago. What happened to respecting our elders and traditions? His family doesn't have any naming traditions, so it should fall to my family that does. How could I be expected to break a centuries-old family tradition? Are we really going to let immature homophobia dictate what we can and can't do? I can't get past this, and neither can my in-laws. Reddit, will I be the asshole if I call my son Gail but wrote it as Gallard just for the birth certificate to respect my family tradition? 100%, yes. Because this isn't about... This isn't about family tradition, really, is it? This is about the quality of life for a child. And tradition does not trump the quality of life of the child. Like Tradition should not trump common sense. That is why we don't have a lot of traditions anymore. Like, gross sexist stuff. Like, we've let all that go. That's why we don't marry girls off to grown men at the age of 14 anymore. Like... Come on now. If 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 this is the straw that's going to break the camel's back in this family, that's stupid. I want to place a 100% bet on the fact that this entire family is white as shit. Oh, absolutely. Because that's the only kind of people who would care about this. And when I say when I say white as shit, I don't mean they're white people. I mean that there is this particular like mindset that goes along with some white families 
where it's like tradition rules all and it's dumb and I hate it. Yeah, so later in the comment or in the update, she says, oh, okay, I see that G-A-I-L is the more feminine, so I wouldn't have a problem with changing it to G-A-L-E. But someone suggested to change it to the French spelling of Guillaume. Thank you. And going by Guy for short. So uh, she went and consulted her family and says, I just got off the phone with my family. They were offended by French pronunciation and Guy because they're too different. So that's off the table. We managed to work out that Gail Gallard would be a reasonable compromise with Gail being the complete first name and Gallard being the middle name. My husband can then add a second middle name after Gallard if he wants. What a fact. Just give the kid a bloody normal name, for God's sakes. Grandpa is especially not impressed that he's being demoted to a middle name, but he did say he understands the pressure I'm facing here, so I'm going to wait until my husband calms down and offer this as a solution. Okay, if you give this kid the name Gal Gallard, or Gail Gallard, that is going to give him no options whatsoever. He's not going to have a middle name to fall back on. This is, what, what you do is you give him, like, a pretty standard boy's first name, like James, right? Then you give him the middle name Gaylord, okay? If he wants to use it, he can use it. If he doesn't want to use it, no big deal. Like, honestly. And to be honest, I I agree with you. I think it's a, it's a little bit of an upper middle class thing, and she's trying yeah. not to get cut off. Because she says later that her, if she did not name, uh, carry on the tradition, that they would cut her off. This is so controlling. This is just hugely controlling behavior from both families. The one family where they're like, you must call this kid Gaylord. And then the second family where it's like, here's a list of acceptable names that you can name your child that you're going to push out your food. And she's also saying like, they made me feel like a child for putting, giving me a list of names, but at least they gave her a list. She's right. shitting on them when she should be also equally shitting on her family. Oh, God. This is like complete blinker mentality. I just, I, I feel like she's just like, yeah, that's just what we do. That's just the name we use. And that's not a good reason to ruin this child's life. No, that's not a good reason to, to do anything. This is the way we've always done it. So this is how we're going to do it. Is, is, is just a horrible mentality for anything. She's, someone asked her for the list of names and she says, I really don't want to insult anyone who may have one of the names on the list, which right. is why I didn't share it. But I feel it's just a very tacky list. Think of all the Aiden rhyming names. She spelled Aiden oh. with a Y. And Jackson, J-A-X-X-O-N. And other misspelled wow. modern names. Again, I'm very sorry and mean no offense if you like these names. They're just too modern and not my taste. The list was full of names like that. I love classic names. And the way some are coming back in style now. And yes, Gallard is not currently in style, but I was researching it. And in France, it even had a resurgence as recent as 1980. <laughs> well, that's because they don't pronounce it Gaylord. Yeah. And also 1980 is 40 years ago. 40 years ago. That's a long time ago. But on the same, I, I kind of understand where, where she's coming from, where it's like, it's going to come back into fashion. Now I'm going to have my baby name run and I'm, I'm going to try and keep it short. Don't name your child after fictional characters whose arcs aren't finished or who die horribly in their media. Somebody I know wanted to call their kid Ophelia. Oh. And I looked them dead in the eye and I said, do you know what happened to Ophelia in Hamlet? She drowned and went crazy. Don't call your kid that. That's asking for trouble. Like, I don't know if that's just particularly superstitious of me, but all these people who went around calling their kid Carlisi oh, yeah. or Daenerys 
after Game of Thrones. Mm, bad time. Why'd you do that? That was dumb. Like, just look at the history of a name before you give it to a kid. I also know somebody, and I think I saw this person, it, it's not somebody like personally that I know. I heard somebody who called their baby Coriolanus. What? <laughs> now, for people who aren't aware of the Shakespeare play Coriolanus, Coriolanus is about a, a, a an army general who is promoted above his station, gets too big for his boots, his entire family dies, and then he gets murdered too. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that person did not read the play. They just heard it. They saw a name and they went, cool. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you're going to give your kid a name from fiction, which I suggest you don't do, make sure it's at least somebody who's a decent human being who has a happy ending. Like, don't be going around calling your kids Coriolanus and Ophelia. That's just stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. In the same vein, Gaylord is a stupid name for a child. I said it. There we go. And it's interesting how her grandpa and dad are like, yeah, I didn't get bullied for it. And it's like, hun, there's a whole movie about a guy who goes by Greg because he doesn't want to be called Gaylord. <laughs> it's called Meet the Parents. <laughs> Look it oh, up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about that. She goes in mentioning Gail from Breaking Bad, but then doesn't mention how there's a whole freaking movie about how this guy doesn't like his name and goes by a different name. I totally forgot about that bit from the parents. <laughs> That's, a, like, the only thing I think of when I hear about that name, because it's the only time I've ever heard of someone with that name. Only thing I remember from those movies is De Niro giving either Adam Sandler or Ben Stiller, whichever one it is. <laughs> ben Stiller. Okay, giving him the, the lie detector test in the shed. That's like the only bit I remember. I remember him letting the cat out off the root of the like second story building. He lets the cat out and it gets away. I don't remember that either. I remember very little about comedy movies because they annoy me. Um, <laughs> it's not a great movie. It's not a fantastic movie, but I just feel that way about most comedy movies anyway. They irritate me. Um, Anchorman is the most annoying movie that was ever made. At me. I'll fight you. Um, yeah, just, oh, she is not thinking about anybody but her family's feelings. And that's the wrong way to name a child. Yeah. And she keeps, later on, she goes and talks about, like, she loves her family's genealogy and traditions. And she even has a couple of relatives who have made, quote, great contributions to the world, which again goes to, like, they come from money and is worried she's going to get written out of the will. But, like, also, how would your. So give the middle name of Gaylord, change. Mm -hmm the first name to a normal name mm -hmm. and just tell your family <laughs> his name is Gaylord. Yeah. They're not going to look for the birth certificate. That can be his house name. And also if they decide, okay, we're going to open a trust or whatever in his name, then it won't be a problem because that's his middle name. Right. I'm sure it would be a problem eventually, but it's better than naming your kid Gaylord. Well, the, all the men in my uh, husband's family have the same first and middle name. Mm -hmm. So he's four. So if we ever decided to have a kid, we would, and it was a boy, it would be five. So I said, well, we've kind of run out of nicknames for the first name because you know we've already gone through four iterations. So what if, if if it happened? Could we just call the kid V? And he was like, cool. <laughs> so that would be like the kid's house name around the house. We would call him V, and then in school or whatever, they could call him by his first name. It wouldn't it wouldn't make any difference. Do that. Around the house, you can call him Gaylord or whatever it is you want to call him. 
And then as he goes around his normal everyday business, he has a different name. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be the best compromise that you're going to come up with because like I, 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 I'm a rebel. So I would be like, no, I'm just naming him whatever I want. <laughs> I wouldn't give it. I wouldn't no, give it. I wouldn't do it at all. I wouldn't give it the middle name. I wouldn't give the first name. I wouldn't give the shortened version. I would just name him whatever I want. The more they pushed back on it too, the worse I'd be about it. Mm-hmm. I, I might I might consider a middle name if they were okay about it, but if they were Meryl, I'd be like, well, then he's not getting the name at all. I don't give a crap. <laughs> yeah, this is a very stupid situation that is blown out of all proportion. Just give the kid a name. Call him Tom. There we go. The end. Easy. Yeah. The, at the end. Jeez. If you look up tradition on Urban Dictionary, it just says it's peer pressure from dead people. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Oh my god. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> my cat didn't get me jack shit. <laughs> He's a bad son. I do have one more of parents behaving badly, but we are so far out of time and I want to have oh, a good... Yeah good time to discuss this so we might have a parental themed episode next cool. week sweet let's do even it even more so so jeez. <laughs> okay well yeah Duh. just i'm i'm not a huge fan of like extremely traditional names like john or or bob or whatever but that's better than this it's just non-confrontational isn't it if you call your kid sam you know he's gonna be all right yeah my my mom picked my name because it's unisex well, smart. Yeah. Pick a name where it doesn't matter if you're going to pop out a boy or a girl. Easy. Job done. And my younger sister's name is Samantha, so she go by Sam well, if she wants. There we go. There we go. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay. You can find our podcast at R the letter U the word Serious Pod on Twitter. And you can email us your lovely recipes uh, from your homegrown living room farm at <laughs> r the letter u the word pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at esme underscore c underscore nose, as in knows lots of things. You can also find us on Facebook uh, at r the letter slash u the word serious podcast. Uh, it's a nice picture of two birds, and uh, the first image you'll see is a creepy doll from episode six. <laughs> I should. We should move that down further. Uh, yeah, I should stop bumping on the posts <laughs> and get rid of that because I think it's entirely haunted. I have a weird recommendation for this week. Go for it. Because my husband and I were discussing the Alien franchise and I have a hot take <laughs> that I think Alien vs. Predator is a good movie. <laughs> it's, wow. a, it's a better movie than Prometheus and Alien Covenant and I stand by that and you should watch it. It's a coherent movie. A movie of my face watching Prometheus is a more coherent movie than Prometheus. <laughs> it was a terrible movie. I hate that movie. <laughs> Everybody in that movie was stupid and they all deserve what happened to them. Anyway. Do you have any recommendations for the week? Um... I've just been watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen, so you should. Everybody should just. Gordon Ramsay is is a good egg, and everybody should <laughs> consume all of his media because I love him, and uh, he can be very wholesome when he chooses to be. I've been enjoying Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen is one hundred percent the opposite of Great British Bake Off. Yes, but I I love it because I just love how awful all the people are. I just love listening to Gordon Ramsay scream at people because they can't cook fish. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I like therapeutic. It. Yeah. Thank you.